one plus one equals 10,000, basically how marriage works. It's, right. Normally, you probably think it's one plus one is two, but it's it's definitely 10,000. How do you get that, to 10,000? I marriage, have no idea. Marriage math. <laughs> that marriage math. Yes. Yes. Marriage math. I like that. <laughs> Hashtag that, bud, and put that on yeah, a t-shirt or real. something. Right, mic check one two one two. Mic check, mic check. Uh, welcome back to episode three of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, alongside my buddy Dane Beasley. Dane, how are you doing on this wonderful day? I am doing fantastic. I'm glad you asked, and I'm, you know what, man? I'm I'm glad to be here with you, bro. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you at this time that we'll never see ever again. <laughs> Ever again, this moment again. right here is forever, but it's also just here at this moment. Nothing right, else matters. Right here. In Never going to get it again. Never going to get it again. <laughs> um, So we're back and we, hopefully we can uh, bring you guys a fun and eventful hour or so that you guys are spending with us. We appreciate you, whether you listen to us on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, that is, uh, Spotify, um, what else are we on? Google Podcasts now, Dane? Yeah, we're on, we're Google. on Google Podcasts. And then also Stitcher, which honestly I have never used, but um, for people that are listening up. to us <laughs> on, on Stitcher, <laughs> we appreciate that too. We appreciate we, we, that too. appreciate y'all for rocking with us. For real. It really means a lot. It really means a lot. Um but today, Dane, is Uh-oh. a special day for you. Oh, man. Um, what What is today, my man? Today, it's my anniversary. No, hey. it's, uh, today is the wedding anniversary of myself and my wife, um, who's in the room over watching. Uh, some, uh, some of you might know, uh, she's watching some version of, a, I think it's a Bad Girls Club or... or Loving oh. hip hop. It's one of those type of shows. I don't, I don't know, but she she's getting her dosage, her weekly doses today yeah. while we're recording. But yeah, today's the today's the day. So on this day in 2011, we uh, we tied that knot. We're married. We've been married. Nice. Uh, it's been a long road. <laughs> been a long road. That's a good thing, though. No. That's man. a good thing, though. No. <laughs> a long road. Well, um, happy anniversary, my guy. Appreciate uh, it, man. Appreciate it. You know, uh, I've always admired y'all because, um, you know, you guys have, from what I've seen and heard, you know, you've shown that strong foundation of, you know, how to make it, you know, in this world as a married couple to get through uh, tough situations and lifting each other up and stuff like that. And coming from me, you know, I'm getting married next year and stuff. And so you guys have, yeah. Yeah, turn up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have been a great example for me. Uh, you know how to take on marriage at a young age, and yeah. uh, and if you had like any advice you want to give people that get married young and Ooh, uh, have some tips, maybe for them, what what would you say? Man. Well, first and foremost, I appreciate it. Um, that says a lot coming from you, uh, my great and honorable. Uh, Deontay, the best man, Epps. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but any advice? Oh man, uh, dude, really? One, I'll, I'll give you know I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Three pieces of advice. Uh, the first piece okay. of advice: um, never stop dating your spouse. You know the same thing that helped you get her. Make sure you continue to keep doing that. So if you know if y'all think was going on these long, extravagant, beautiful dates, then keep doing that. You know, make sure that you make keep that a norm. Don't just throw that by the wayside just because you know she has the ring on her finger and in your last name. Um, second piece of advice: uh, whatever foundation that you have, stick to it, man. Whether it's faith based or you know whatever whatever works for you as far as 
mm-hmm. keeping your everything centered on right. building that bond and or building and keeping that bond that you all have and keep doing that. And then thirdly, which is most importantly, in every piece of advice you get is not good advice. And that includes the three, mm. the, the two steps that I just included or the two pieces of advice <laughs> I just gave you. So just because someone gives you a marriage advice doesn't mean you have to take it. And what works for them might not work for you. There might be, right. they might be whatever, whatever works in their first five years of marriage might not work within your first five years of marriage or, or vice versa, you know? So any advice isn't good advice. So the three things I just told you, they might be horrible pieces of advice and that's great. That's great. Cause it doesn't work for you. And that's perfectly fine. Just, uh, I don't know, take it, throw it in a trash can. Don't ever listen to it. Let it go in one or the other and keep it moving. But yeah, that's all I got. Sorry if that's not that good enough a, for you, you people, no. <laughs> you, you people, hey, you tuning in for a sports hey, podcast like, and here you're getting <laughs> romance tips and stuff. So. <laughs> right. We just, little did you know the, the stuff in sports and stuff means, yeah. uh, romance love you know we we can we can be versatile with yeah it, oh yeah we know. were versed in these things uh, yeah but, once long you know, long time ago I'll... being hopeless romantics ourselves so. <laughs> facts <laughs> that is big facts both got lucky man fortunate blessed and uh no but that's that's great advice bro and especially number three you know i uh, number three yeah, like every, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Three, three. Don't listen to anything I said. Don't listen to anything two. I said. <laughs> no, but no, I get it. Just make make your own path, make your own way, and you know, just try to. F- a lot of it is about figuring it out as you go. As yeah. far as I mean, not marriage because I'm not married, but you know, if you're with someone for a while and you're gonna learn some things about them, and mm-hmm. it's all about you know understanding who they are this is this is you one plus one equals ten thousand basically how marriage works it's, right normally you probably think it's one plus one is two but it's it's definitely ten thousand how do you get that, to ten thousand i marriage, have no idea marriage math <laughs> that marriage math yes yes marriage math i like that <laughs> hashtag that bud and put that on yeah, a t-shirt or something um, <laughs> make some money off of it like one thing <laughs> Everything I say goes. <laughs> Rule number one. No, Nobody, mama disappointed, she don't know I'm finna make it. Grind, pray, stay out the way, but never complacent. A lot of people aiming for the crown, but I'ma take it. Walking through the shadow of death, I fear nothing. Same people hating on me, they're my cousins. Crazy how this life is, that's why I had to write this. Could have been lifeless, thank God kept me righteous. Satan stabbed me in my chest, put my brother in a chair. Made my family run my name through the mud, boy, I swear. For real, never fake it, for real. I never fake it, cause the truth come to light. I've been shining since yesterday. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, I just power up, power up. Anything is possible. Hey, yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, I just power up, power up. Anything is possible. Hey, yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Bless one. I brought my verse with me. Cause the flow make the Lord drop down and converse with me. Oh. God's son, I'm feeling like God's son. How you gon' see me? You ever seen God's son? That's a blessing in disguise. Blessed across my forehead, I'm blessed to be alive. And Jesus bobbing his head up in heaven when I die. Cause my brothers almost died. And it really hurt my heart having to see my mama cry. See, I've been through the 
struggle, they was hoping I'd fall off. Prayer works and God number one on my call log. I don't take time out to be spiteful. See, even Jesus got betrayed by his disciples. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, I just power up, power up. Anything is possible. Hey, yeah, yeah. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. Switch gears to, you know, the sports part of the, our podcast. The heavy topics. <laughs> the heavy topics, you know. Uh, this past weekend, uh, we know we had our ball game, our championship weekend in college football. Moment of silence. Um, Moment of silence. I know. I know. Uh, once again, my Baylor Bears, you know, fought hard as they could, man. man. And, you know, we went to the game mm. in Arlington and, you know, down to the third string. And it's funny because, you know, you and I talked about the <laughs> all Baylor's quarterbacks and yeah. they all ended up in the game. They, man, say. <laughs> they all ended up in the game and somehow still almost pulled out the victory. But, you know, shout out to OU. Yeah, they're um, balling, bro. Their defense was clutch. Yeah, defense was clutch when they needed it most and got them a spot in the playoff, got that four seed against uh, those Tigers <laughs> out, of, out of LSU. Tigers. Man, that's man. Ah, that's gonna be a good. That's the one, clash man. of the titans oh, right there. I, yeah, that's gonna be a big time matchup. Uh, Burrow versus that defense. You know the Oklahoma defense, and I, I kind of just start here. Well, I guess we'll start here with this matchup. Kenneth Murray. Um, sorry, okay. I had to say it like that. Yeah, like, that man. No man. I want to see that man in with the Cowboys star on his helmet, dude. Oh, like I, I knew, I knew that was the next thing yeah, you were gonna uh, say. Ah. I knew that was the next thing. Uh, Kenneth Murray, you know he he's that heart and soul of that mm-hmm. Oklahoma defense. He's everywhere. He he's everywhere. I mean, yeah, he's he's everywhere. And they they are gonna have to, or he's gonna have to be the guy to be the catalyst for that defense because mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow, quarterback LSU, is most likely gonna win the Heisman this year. He yeah, is. He's he's got that bad boy. He's, he's playing he's, his he's, way yeah. to the to the first pick, you know, like it's getting serious like that. You know, he, everything he's done, you've, you haven't seen an LSU quarterback do in forever. I've never seen LSU quarterback ball out. Like he has. Mm-mm. I don't uh, think, any, I don't think we, it's, I don't think we've seen any quarterback be as consistent. I mean, it might be recency bias. Oh, well, kill me. Uh, but he's been consistent. He's been available in, I mean, there isn't anything that he can't do. Right. I mean. Uh, what he has, I'm looking at the stats, 4,700 yards passing, 48 touchdowns, six picks, man. Yeah. You know how crazy that is? It's the And he's, he's efficient, touchdowns. man. Like, I, yeah. I mean, you know, trying to ride the dude, and he, you know, I'm unbiased as they come. but 77, 77.9 completion rate, that's just. That's un- that's insane. That's godly. Like right. I don't know. He's your most he's your most NFL rated quarterback. That's I I I mean I don't <laughs> I agree. I agree. One one thing I will give to OU in the matchup is Jalen Hurts. Uh just because the fact that you know, he play up and down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, more up than down, yeah. of course. He's uh, a gamer though, man. But he's he he's a gamer and he's been here before. He won a national title with Alabama, mm-hmm. you know. So at the moment won't be too big for him. Uh, I mean, like you saw in the Big Twelve Championship when they needed a play, he made it. Uh, whether it was running for a first down, making a crucial pass, mm-hmm. uh, and they they I mean, it, it most definitely starts and ends with Jalen Hurts for Oklahoma on the offensive side of the ball for sure. I feel like if he comes out, if they come out and, you know, get it to 
to CD get it to the guys that make plays for him. Right. I mean, this game could be close, closer than people think. You know what I'm. You um, know what it's, you know what uh, has me thinking, or what what where my curiosity is with this matchup is how is this? Because uh, we know the LSU defense is capable of of, you, of completely taking away, you know, your threat, your key threats on the opposing offense. But I'm just curious, like with a player as dynamic as Jalen, how do you contain this lightning in a bottle of sorts because we've seen repeatedly uh we've seen him over the last few years just even when plays break down the pass play breaks down he's gone yeah he, he's gone and, and that he's played against sec speed before he knows what that's like so this isn't you know this isn't some yep. you know new thing how is he going to match up with that we know he can play with the big dogs. He's been there before, you know, when he was with Bama. So I don't know. This this is going to be yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's it's going to be. I'm telling you, man. I, in my opinion, it's Jalen. It's going to start and end with him. If LSU can can contain, I mean, we talked about it this year. The SEC, as far as even as a whole, the whole conference defense hasn't really been the staple. Mm. You know, back you know, back in the few or uh years and years, SEC has mm-hmm. been known for defense and low scoring games and hard hitting, but know. uh that's kinda changed yeah. over the years. You know, you see high scoring thirties, forty get point games in SEC games. Uncharacteristic. And, you know, I think <laughs> uh right. It's more of a bend but don't break break mentality for SEC defenses now and you know, they have elite players on the defensive side of the ball for LSU with uh, Grant Delpit, uh, Chase on those guys. But, I mean, it, you know, they gave up how many to Texas in week yeah. one? Yeah. I mean, and they were, they were, they would, they would be considered a young team at that time of year, which is okay. Everybody, you know, but now? Right. I agree. Man. But you mentioned, you mentioned a few key guys on the LSU roster, and one guy in particular that I have my eyes set on, specifically for my own selfish reasons, to <laughs> hoping that he's a cowboy one day. Is it is it a safety? There's no one other. Well, I, I get to him too, but no one other than Christian Fulton. Oh yeah, I didn't mention him. <sighs> yeah. Well, I, I guess I, let me let me let me backtrack. Do 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 do. I could see Chris, and I'm sorry for those listeners who hate the Cowboys. I, I hate them too sometimes, but I have to go on this imaginary I wish list for great, amazing players. This year, Christian Fulton will be great, but in years to come, he's probably one of the best cornerbacks in the in in the entire NCAA at the young age of 18. No one other than Derek Stingley Jr. I mean, with the exception of the mm-hmm. Mamma game, I mean, because those receivers, all, I mean, that those starting receivers are they're all NFL ready. With the exception of that game, that dude has been locked down, and his ball skills and instincts and all that in an eighteen-year-old body, like it's unheard of. That's something you don't see, man. Those guys, no, like, especially that position. Like- it's like more and more each year you see freshmen mm-hmm. ready to play like off the bat, like you and know, balling, red shirt, right? Grown men balling, right? <laughs> you see the guys, no, he's not ready. He's played high school ball next year, but you see kids now like are built like high schoolers are built like yeah. dang, NFL players, like with linebacker next, right? Linebacker <laughs> Line, next, linebacker next, benching like three. You play? Oh, I play slot. Dang. <laughs> For real, man. It's crazy. My bad. Uh, I didn't need to get you off, off topic there. No, I was you, just going to say, yeah. You, you said something earlier, though, too, that I want to go back to. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned basically, the, you know, these two powers, you know, this LSU defense and, of course, the OU offense. And that brought me back to a very one of the most quotable lines in all of – uh, I think I know where you're going. Superhero, superhero movie history, maybe even cinematic history. Take it to cinematic oh, wait, history. I, I don't know where you're going. 
I'm going with a line by no one other than the great rest in peace Heath Ledger as Joker when okay. he and he and uh he and Batman were I guess you could say at odds and he threw a dial <laughs> threw a dialogue uh the Joker <laughs> said this is what happens when an unstoppable oh, force yeah. meets an immovable object and this is exactly that now th- that's what this that that when you said that that's what they reminded me of and I forgot to bring it up and I just remembered like oh bam so yeah RP to Heath Ledger you know. good comparison uh shoot CD Lamb's going to be a factor Oh, Ooh, I'm telling you, who, bro. Who was at the set it that day? Is that DeAndre Hopkins like reincarnated? Oh, and I thought it was you. Somebody did. Who said that that day? Maybe. Well, no, was I, I was. I said it too, but I was quoting somebody from we, we were talking the other night. I can't remember who was it that said. It. I think it was it either Mark or Mark, yeah, is it Dean that Somebody's, said it? I can't. Uh, I can't remember. Because yeah, we we're online. But right. I was just like, yeah, because they said it, and I was like, you know what? And I started thinking. I had like all these little flashback moments of. DeAndre Hopkins like doing it in other teams yeah. and stuff, and then I was like, you know what? That does after the catch. That is exactly who he's like. Right. Seeing CD Lamb up close, man. That dude. I wish the Broncos drafted him. We we really could use a lineman, but I would not be mad if we got CD Lamb, dude. Like he he man, will make the man. first man miss. I love that in an athlete. Yeah. Like the first guy is yes. not going to tackle. Was him. that Coach Hawk used to always say man, that? Yeah. Just make the first guy miss. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out to Coach Hawk. Man, making the first oh, guy man. miss. It's like he was like on skates, literally yeah. on skates. On, and on not to, Saturday. you know, reopen, you know, your healing wounds, but dog, I for certain thought he was going and he had a flat route. He ran or not a flat he had a speed out. And people a lot of people thought it was a lazy route, but that was just the intention to just to like to set, sell set. it as like, uh, you know, not getting the ball yeah. and as soon as he gets the ball, turn on the jets. 80 yards down the field, like, and he broke what? I know you. I, look, I know you. Man, remember how many tackles he broke? No telling. I lost count. I lost count. Man, that was a sore spot. So I can, nah. we can move on to the we can move on to the next matchup. Nah. I don't want to keep bringing up that OU team to beat you guys nah, twice. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Strike that from the record if you yeah, like. Yeah, I, I might cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> Uh, uh, then we got love you, love you too, We got uh, Ohio State <laughs> and Clemson. Whew. Honestly, this the, the the top four teams are are really good, and I think this matchup could 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 have been a finals matchup. Like you got yeah. the defending national champs, Clemson, feeling disrespected. Yeah. You know, uh, we ranked yeah. three. We're ranked three. Uh, you know. Uh, their conference has been talked about. It's not very good, so they put them there. You got Ohio State with uh, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins. That defense is just insane. Chase Young coming off the edge. Like, how do you block him with Man, one guy? You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You exactly. Don't. That's what I was going to say. You don't. You don't. You need <laughs> – You need two guys on that on that character at all times. And Man, so. The worst thing about that, bro, is <sighs> – you, no, no, no. The worst thing about it. the greatest thing about these two matchups, these two separate matchups, two separate games. But the receiving core, if if they're you, you mentioned, you know, you hope that the Broncos draft a lineman to help with that. That I'm mm-hmm. assuming you're referring to that uh, horrible excuse of a left Man, tackle. Don't even say his name. I ain't gonna say his name. Don't out of respect, I'm not gonna say his name. But one, if it's not the you know, drafting an offensive lineman, that's not the, you know, flashy move. It's, you know, no, it's not, there's nothing glamorous about it. But based on these two matchups, if you want or need a wide receiver, Clemson's receiving core, LSU's receiving core. Oh, yeah. There are starters, like legitimate, you know, four to five year franchise guys, guys, exactly, on both yeah. of those rosters. Like, uh, if you're looking for somebody with, and I know this isn't, a, you know, this, this is, man, T. T. Higgins. Higgins. Dog. Well, he's only a, 
he's a sophomore, right? Because they were talking about him last year. He is a junior, if I'm not mistaken. Junior, he is a junior. I could be wrong. Let me let me let me double check before I get too excited. Because I've been looking at that. But even if, well, I know um, Justin Ross is a sophomore, and that dude is going to be. I mean, he's I would consider him pro ready, but he's he's going to be nice himself. But yeah, but but my my bad. I didn't mean to get off subject. But no, you good. These receivers, dog, they're just. It's, they, they they have been talking about it's one of the best receiving classes we'll deep, see in bro. a while. Yeah, straight ballers at every every round you're gonna get a bargain. But my bad. Back to the back to the original topic. My bad. I'm getting us off course and stuff, man. <laughs> no, you good. You're good. Uh, so, um, yeah, I this just looks like a championship. Like it could be a championship championship game, and it's a semifinal. Uh. Who do you think has the edge in this one, man? I know it's the Clemson and the Ohio State game. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the I love I love I love, 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 love the playmakers that Ohio State has. Um but I, I can't call this one, G. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it hundred with I can't call this one. And I know that's a cop out, this is a right on the fence, but Yeah. Um, I think it's going to come down to if they can stop, if they can find a way to neutralize Chase Young, Clemson is going to be fine. They're going to walk away with this game. However, much like every other team, if they cannot find a way to slow him down, Chase Young is going to dominate this game. Much like, seems he, like you know, it's like you know, it's the game. It seems like the last few games, teams have been, you know, at least figuring it out how to get it done. Get, yeah, getting the ball out quick. I noticed in the yeah. uh, and and that's one thing they have in their favor because T- Trevor Lawrence is one of the smoothest releases in all yeah. of college football. Um, right. So I don't know, dude. But back to that, who wins this matchup? I don't know. I I would lean towards Clemson, but my gut is like, you know what? If Ohio State can keep Clemson off the field, their offense off the field, yeah, that J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. K.J. Hill, there's not much you can do I, to. It's so even across the board. Yeah, you would think it like, is, and I guess that's what makes it a good, such a good matchup. Yeah, but, yeah. And so I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say since. Like since it's so even on both sides as far as athlete and talent, and uh-huh. I'm gonna just go with the coach who I think is the better coach and the mm. team that's been there before. So that's mm. that's why I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean towards Clemson. This is not a. Oh. I don't think it'll be a popular popular pick. Oh. But I, think, I yeah, man. I think Clemson's oh. gonna beat them. Okay. I Excuse I me. think it'll be. I think it'll be close. I think it's going to come down to Clemson. I just think about the last few years when Clemson, you know, played Alabama those times in the championship game. And, you know, they came clutch uh, last year and then a couple years ago with Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. I mean, they. I know those guys are different. I mean, there's new guys in there, but uh, Trevor Lawrence was there last year. Uh Couple mm-hmm. of other skill players, T. Higgins. I just think I, I think it'll come down to experience. Mm, okay, not being too big of, uh, in the moment, and so that's why I'm gonna go with Clemson. Mm. Uh, I don't know what the score will be. I, you know what? I I throw out a score. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Clemson twenty-seven, Ohio mm. State twenty-four. Okay, that's my prediction. Right here. On the duo sports mm. and stuff podcast. Mm. 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 Um, I didn't predict the first game, but if I were to predict the first one, I'm gonna go LSU. Uh, just because I see they both have talented. They have, I mean, have talent on both sides. I think mm-hmm. LSU has a little more talent on the offensive side than Oklahoma does. Uh. So I'm gonna go with LSU. Oh. Um, it's gonna be high scoring too. I'm gonna go 38-31. What you got, bro? I'm tripping. I'm thinking about. I'm sitting up here. I'm. I'm. I was. Trust me. I was actively listening to both of your predictions. I respect it. But you mm-hmm. know what? I forgot about. 
some of the other dogs on the the Ohio State defense. I completely forgot, completely My forgot about. Yeah. Jeez, uh, how did I? I don't. It's a. Uh, it's Okuda. If you're oh, yeah. concerned about the pronunciation, it's Okuda. Uh, Jeffrey I was, Okuda. I was very concerned. <laughs> I got you. And one of the only reasons I know about how to say his name is because he's he's from Grand Prairie, um, which of course is in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, but he's right. you know he's one of those familiar names that people around people a lot of people around here know who he is because of how yeah, he's a baller here. But um, now I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm tripping. Um, he's one of the top corners, you know, if you were to declare this year, um, for the draft, cause he's only a junior, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's definitely probably number one, number one ranked corner, if not yeah, top two or three. Yeah. He'll probably um, be out of there after this year. Oh, he's definitely out of there. He's definitely, he should be out of there. And then of course they they have another, I guess he's a, you, I guess you can consider him a slot slash corner guy. Um, and he's, I mean, he's not as high highly coveted as Okudu, but um Damon Arnett is he's there. He can he's versatile. He can play your strong safety and your your slot guy. So there's gonna be decent matchups across the board, wide receiver versus cornerbacks for this game. So I'm gonna go with my prediction. I'm gonna go with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go high scoring game or semi high scoring game. Thirty five to twenty seven. Hmm. Um, Clemson is going to miss a field goal or an PAT. So, so you said 35-27? Like, yeah, that's how I'm going to do that. Okay, so what do you predict in the LSU-Oklahoma game? Uh, I think LSU, I think it's going to be, uh, I think OU is going to come out strong in the first half and the second half LSU is going to shut it down. I would love to see an amazing shootout of sorts, but I think that game is going to be somewhere, maybe a two or three possession favor in, uh, or a two or three possession game in LSU's favor. So I'm going to go with 28 to 14. Ooh. 28 wow. to 14. Only 14 points for Oklahoma? Yeah. I, Oklahoma has a high powered offense, no doubt, but I don't know if it's sustainable versus this team. They've been on. They've been on one, and they got, they got their, they got their work cut out for them. But based on how they've been playing, I think they're going to get it together. And I, this is coming from somebody who wants Oklahoma to win, um, just b- based on just the yeah. sheer awesomeness of CD Lamb, but or my obsession with his, you know, awesomeness because he's a talented wide receiver. But I will say, he, I mean, I'm going to say he's going to score both of those touchdowns. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's going. He's going to have it. Like, hey, I'm not. Yeah. I am not going to doubt that. That dude is insane. Yeah, that he's he's insane. He's he's a he's a dog, man. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I got for those those two games. Okay, so of course we'll come back to those predictions because uh, these games are on the twenty eighth. Yeah, so we'll come back. To <laughs> we'll those be on break episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, All right, Dane. So this year, it kind of worked out the way it should have, as far as the committee having to choose the four best teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't always work like that. No, so. Um, I feel like the committee got what you want. <laughs> yeah, committee was probably in the room <laughs> sweating those games on Saturday and was, you know, hoping for some results so they wouldn't have to be working until like eight in the morning mm. trying to figure out who goes where. But uh, you know, so if if we could change how the playoff were mm-hmm. announced or not announced, but how the teams were selected. We'll kind of talk about that during this segment. So you started off. What What do you think uh, should be fixed, if anything? <laughs> My man, I'm glad you said this. <laughs> and those who know, those who know, know where that comes from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, taking out a few words here, there, but my man, I'm glad you said this. Um, I think my the best way to do it, and this is with all due respect to all the college, uh, the student athletes out there. We know that. 
being a student athlete is hard work. Um, but every student athlete that I know, every athlete that I knew wanted to be the best and were competitive, hella competitive. So the only way that I know that you can fix this thing is by expanding it. And the only way I think about expanding it is taking it to maybe an 18 playoff where you have five, one, two, three, four, five, (laughs) (laughs) one, two, three, four, five conference championships is your automatic five, right? And the remaining three spots, excuse me, the remaining three spots, uh, there has to be some form of criteria that the committee comes up with to select those three teams, whether that be strength of schedule. Uh, how many weeks this team possibly spent ranked in the top 10 or how many, how many weeks does this team spent in the top 15 or what wins are considered, uh, I guess what favorable wins they do they have, um, that would, you know, justify them being in one of those top three teams. I think it'd have to come down to, it'd have to be very, very, very open set of criteria. Right? They have to be more transparent than, they, than they're being right now. Because right now, yeah, leading up like to yeah, every... exactly. They're moving goalposts every time. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's and and that's just and this is coming from somebody who would prefer a similar playoff format as they have for uh, the FCS. Um, right. Sam used to stand up. Uh, so eight eight would be fine because I think maybe sixteen or thirty two that might be a little too much as far as trying to you know consider making the playoff as important or making the regular season as important as the playoffs so maybe right. eight teams that would be a start uh which what do you what do you think what do, what do you think how would you fix so, this fix this <laughs> fix it <laughs> fix it <laughs> uh so so to not to not say take time g Okay, let him so, use you. So I, <laughs> just kidding. take your time, Pastor. <laughs> take your time, little kid up there, up there yeah. at the top of the pew, trying uh, to <laughs> try to remember the Man. lines of the song and yeah. give him the clap. It's, right. it's okay, baby. It's Why all right. Is that so true? Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, so oh, so man. I I would go. Just to be different than you, I would go six. Just okay. add two more teams, okay? Add two more teams. The okay. top two teams get a get a buy. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, okay. The top, the top two top two teams get a buy. Hmm. Uh, you will still have your five conference champions, okay. and then your power, and then your power five. That is that, six six slot. So. It really puts the emphasis on winning your conference, so mm-hmm. you can't, you know, lollygag through the season. Um, so it it'll be different in the fact that the conference champions all won't be ranked one through six. So right. some people may get upset about that, but hey, you didn't win your conference, right? Yeah, that's true. So if you yeah. want to put a heavy weight on winning your conference, the the top five conference champions are in. Okay. Uh, the six be a power five team. Ooh. Uh, and um, you re-rank them, reseed them based on their ranking. Okay. So obviously, whoever's ranked higher would get a better seed and would host. Actually, I don't think you should have a host. Mm. I'm trying to think about where the game should be played at. Uh, no, nah, it's probably uh, just keep the or if I if I may add in your your selection process maybe you just keep yeah. the same the same existing bowl games so that way you, it right. stays on an even playing field somewhat same yeah, yeah same way they sense. host it that way the yeah. that way the, the the guys at the top don't lose any of their advertising money everybody can stay happy right. we know that's what it's all about um moolah moolah yeah, it's all about the money not paying players we're not going to go into that though we're not going to go into that that's a topic for another day as we said last week yeah uh yeah. or not last week last podcast <laughs> the last episode of the podcast the, the, the last the last time the last you said that last uh, time okay but yeah what happens in your grand scheme of things and your in my uh, grand scheme of things if we have so many undefeated teams let's say i don't know back in what was that 2017 when UCF went undefeated and they were quote unquote the national champions as well. <laughs> okay. Now, so, granted, right. <laughs> it played out right. a little different for them the following year, but 
how do we? So central, so central Florida, they're in a uh, a group of five, so they would be that six. Okay, they have that six seed. Okay, in that scenario. Okay, but if you had, if you had like seven or eight, I don't think you would get eight or nine undefeated teams because you know you're going to be in the same conference unless there's two power fives that go undefeated. Uh huh. Um, then that's when you break it down by skips. Uh, scheduling, okay. schedule teams they beat, uh, that type of criteria. But something um, that has to be transparent yeah, and, and available to everybody. Right. That way, there's no conspiracy right. theorists and you know tin foil do rags, none of that. So, good. right. So I think top six, five conference champs, one power five. So okay, where we fixed, we just fixed the playoff. Okay, we we just fixed the playoff. NFL news. We've had our own little sound for that. Yeah. Uh, looks like we got Spygate 2.0 going on, Dane, with the man, Patriots. Man, what the? Uh, what is this 2007? Uh, man, are we in a time warp? <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, I'll kind of give a rundown yeah. from a CBS CBS Sports article about what happened this week. Uh. So during week 14, the Patriots sent a video team to Cleveland, Cleveland. to film, quote unquote, a documentary on an yeah. advanced scout oh, who yeah. was at the game watching the Browns and Bengals play with the Bengals set to play the Patriots in week 15. Mm-hmm. The online doc was part of a do your job series that mm. exists on the Patriots website. Mm. Previously, previously, they profiled the dietitian, the training staff and the video department. Previously, on the next job up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the next you're good. You're good. The next job up for documentation was apparently an advanced scout who was visiting the Browns Bengals game to prepare a report for Belichick on the one and eleven Bengals. That's the funny part. The Bengals only won one game all year. Yeah, and like, they scout. What are, you, what are you, man? What are you doing? So basically, doing? Uh, there was a uh, Bengals staffer that saw a guy with a Patriots credential. Filming mm-hmm. the coaches for the Bengals, and he was like, "Hey, man, yeah. what, what? You, hey, he's like, man, what you doing? What's going on over here?" <laughs> Apparently, he had on a Boston Bruins like jersey, that. which is like, bro, you just giving yourself up right there. Yeah, that was funny. But uh, Patriots basically sent out a press release of their own on social media, saying they take all full or full responsibility. Damn right. Uh, Basically saying this was a mistake, yada, yada, yada. And what I found interesting, Dane, uh, Bill Belichick went on one of these radio shows and he was quote on saying, uh, this this is something we 100% have zero involvement with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
which is the response I felt Bill Belichick would say, but I don't believe him, bro. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Color me shocked. <laughs> I, I, it's like, come on, man, y'all. It's like one thing after another. You know, I, I'm gonna be, I'm being, I'm being a realist go, here. Go bro. ahead. Let's, go let's ahead. Just, be let's real just, with the folks. Let's just, let's, let's, let's break it down. So we got this incident right here. Right. We got the previous Spygate incident. We got the Deflate Gate incident where they were accused of deflating footballs. PSI. Uh, the you know the air wasn't filled up yeah. all the way. Uh, Brady with the burner. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. The cell phone incident where Brady texts the uh, who was it having to do with that. Uh, with the flake gate, but it was, I think it might've been with one of the yeah. team officials. It was something with the team officials. And I don't uh-huh. recall. It's kind of, I didn't, I completely forgot about the flake gate until you brought it up. And then I was like, Oh yeah, the burner phone. Yeah. Cause he, that was, I mean, his suspension was based around the, right. the, the burner phone that he had. And then uh, even Robert Kraft's incident <laughs> with, you know, the massage, yeah. <laughs> the massage parlor. So, I don't know, man. They, you know, they're the, the dynasty of this past decade, but this is not a good look for them. And marks everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how the commissioner is going to handle this. What do you, what do you, what do you, th- what do you think will come out of it? I think, I, I think he'll. Go ahead, you go first. Oh, you go first. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I think he's going to do something. I don't, I, I don't know. I. I think he's gonna. I don't think he'll take a draft pick. I I think he'll just find him. Oh, you mean like the first time they find him, and then nothing, and they still haven't learned their lesson. They find him. Yeah. Was it five hundred thousand dollars or find Bill? They find they mm-hmm. find Bill five hundred thousand dollars, which is of course at the time was the largest fine that they could or the largest fine yeah. imposed on you know an official. Yeah, or not an official. I, I, you know what you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that big. I just think it'll be like, hey, even though you weren't aware of this, this is still yeah. your team. But type it's, of but fine. that's nothing. And and they find the Patriots, of course, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they dock them uh, for the original first round selection for the two thousand eight right. draft. I don't, I don't think they're going to take the draft pick this time. But man, they need a, they didn't, they need to make an example of these dudes, man. They make an they, example of everybody else. Like you need to, you, you got to make sure that you, you got to go about this the right way. And yeah. the only way to send a message, these, think about it. The owner is a billionaire. Finding this dude $250,000 is nothing. Yeah. That's not even, I would say the equivalent would be me getting fined 75 cents. And that, that still wouldn't be a, a great comparison. I don't think people understand how much a billion dollars, but that's, that's a different story for a different day. Like mm-hmm. it, there, there needs to be some serious penalties here. Maybe, you take a chunk out of their cap. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe like the NCAA, they'll take away what a number of scholarships for the year or something like that, or they, they impose a, they can't go to the playoffs for X amount of years, you know, or they just something, it needs to be something like that. Cause this isn't the first time this is, there'd be, this would be different if this was like breaking news because this is the yeah. first time they've done something, but they've been in the news repeatedly continuously. For, yeah. For trying to color outside the lines and right come on man this isn't the way that you play the game it's the way that it's not the way that it was intended to be played this is not how you do it no not at all but i don't i don't know they gotta fix it because yeah it this ain't you so your prediction what do you think happens oh nothing it's gonna be a slap on the wrist but if it was me Slap on the wrist or nothing? Like slap no, on the wrist nothing, nothing's gonna, gonna I, nothing's uh, gonna happen. I don't think anything is gonna happen. Nothing okay. is going to happen. That's my okay. guess, and I hope I'm terribly wrong. Um, but if it were me, if I would commission, if it was commish Dane B, oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. getting a nice little chunk of that. That salary cap is getting uh, taken. That's being confiscated. That's going to my personal pocket. And I know that's not how it works, but. Uh, maybe ten percent or fifteen percent of that salary cap for the following year, you would, you'd have to forfeit. You wouldn't be right. able to, you know, you'd have to work something else out. Something. It'd have to send a message to let everyone know we ain't standing for this. 
This isn't this wasn't right in 2007 and it's not right in 2019. Yeah. So mm. hell of a coach, but come on, man. You come on, come on, dude. We'll see what they do then. Yeah. What do you, you what shall. do you think? What do you think? Oh, I, I think they'll find them. I think they will. I think it'll be probably like mm, they'll find uh, I don't know if they'll do individuals or like I don't think they'll find Bill. I'll just go two fifty on it. Two fifty, okay. Two fifty on chump, it. Chump change. I put, I put that. Yeah, that little chump change. You know. Take me, face me, bait me, chase me, degrade me, and hate me. You cannot do none of the above. To the content, I will rise above because the white dove. Yo, swag son of a glove. I said Gary paid, and I'm sipping on Kool-Aid underneath the shade with a lemonade babe who loves KJ the great. The feelings semi-mutual. I'm going ham here in the street. Too sickle, the musical, the cat in the snapback hat. Louis V. Naps ass look like a monogram jetpack. I'm so aristocrat. Your kindergarten swag, you so low class. And your girl is white, so I call you just Jack. Cause she has no ash. Catch them. The way these girlies get in shows. Some girls think they're Amber Rose, but really they look like Rose. E. O. Two rude, born with the Big Mac games and McDonald's. And if you start beef, the words I speak is bon appetit. Uh. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, KJ the Great, contrary to popular mixtape. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Actually, take that back. I don't really care. Yeah, it's very Take me, take me, face me, bait me, chase me, degrade me, and hate me. You cannot do none of these things. Hated the great, I'm in it for the championship rings. As it seems, I'm 20,000 leagues underneath the sea of league MVP. Yeah, I'm drowning victory. Oh, that was a great win. I turned the tiger blood in. Even if I win by here, y'all do say I'm robust. Some should try to show me love, but I said, nah. But it was your girl, I say, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay, now shut up, yo. Dude, empty my get up, sitting tall while y'all just sit up. Rebound tips, this all you tip up. One punch pun, now you can't get up, just give up. Live like you're in it for the fall, fifth, forget the four door gun, he's a forklift. <laughs> Starting job ain't in my course list. Crack, practice, when you talking about practice? Even if I was in the warm-up suit all game. I am Adam Morrison, T. LeBron James, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I had Tony the Tiger blood, man. Charlie Sheen winning with diabetes. I mean, I don't have diabetes. Tony the Tiger, I must have diabetes. Adam Morrison, too, you know? But the connection. Chase me, chase me, chase me, bait me, chase me, the break me, and hate me. You cannot do none of these. Yeah, so, uh, again, I'm kidding you, great. This is contrary to cocktail mixtape. Shout out to everybody who never tries to. Chase me, chase me, face me, bait me, chase me to break me and hate me. You cannot do none of these. So what about the, what do you think about these trailers, man? We got two great trailers from two great cinematic universes. Uh, man. What do you got to say about this Black Widow and this thing, uh, Wonder Woman 84? Wonder Woman. Hey, so yeah, that? man. I, I'll start with I'll start with Black Widow first. Uh, you know, I I'm excited. Of course, you know it's the start of uh, Phase Four in the mm-hmm. MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, after the events of Endgame, which te- technically Endgame was the end of Phase Three, but they threw Spider Man in there for some reason. Uh, I, and I enjoy Spider Man, but to call Spider Man the end of Phase Three was kind of weird to me. Yeah. I think Endgame ended that. So, um. Actually, (laughs) I always, I always uh, talk to you about my conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, I did the research. research, What you said, I'll let you carry it. I'll let you go on with your tinfoil do rag. Tell everybody. Yeah, but (laughs) before I get into my theory, I'll talk about the trailer. Uh, It is set the movie in general. I'll just give a little premise. It's mm-hmm. supposed to set between mm-hmm. 
the events of Civil War and Infinity wow. War. Wow. And if you look at the trailer, uh, it shows Natasha Romanoff Natasha going Romanoff. back to Budapest. Um, but it's shown a de-aged uh, Thunderbolt Ross, like mm-hmm. before, it looks like before even Incredible Hulk. So maybe it's a flashback? So, like, yeah, probably a flashback. Yeah. Back in the day, but young, not a kid anymore. Right. I wish I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are not interested in Black Widow because of her ending in Endgame, but I'm always ex- I'm always <laughs> excited to see uh, whenever Marvel movies come comes out. I know that they always try to tie it in somehow and like tie it to the past. And then what I always look forward to is what comes next and how they tie it to what comes in the future. And so with that, I'll go to my theory that I read. I will not take credit for it, but I kind of like mm-hmm. the theory. Um, mm. And the theory was saying that Black Widow will introduce mutants. Um, it was a, it, I, and I sent, I sent this to Dane, uh, mm. and it was basic. And and to make it more simple, it was um, in the trailer, uh, the people. part, the part where the prison door busts open is not the Red Guardian busting it out, but uh, uh-huh. uh Ursa Major, actually. Mm. Uh, who is a MCU character, part of uh, Red Guardian? Like, uh, what's the group? the Russia's equivalent? Russia's equivalent yeah, of the Avengers. Of the Avengers, yeah. But he's like, he turns into a, a bear. Uh, Not a regular bear, a big old bear, yeah, one of them giant big bears. Old bear. A, yeah, a big old black bear. Not a black bear, but <laughs> um, there is a uh, the great bear. There is a. Um, an actor on social media who on his Instagram, he Instagrammed this trailer. And um, yeah, big old guy. He, his name is. Nah, that's somebody uh, starting center, man. That dude is like seven, two, right? Man. Russian cat. Let me see if I can find it. His Instagram is the Dutch giant. If you want to go to his Instagram page. All together, and uh, he said, "Oh yes, Marvel Black Widow trailer released in May 2020." Uh, basically, he's talking about how this is his first movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then somebody mentioned that uh, somebody commented, "says So, are you playing Ursa Major, the first mutant in the MCU?" And he replied, "Everyone is saying that. I don't understand why Marvel." IMB, IMDB, which is where everybody goes to mm-hmm. find out information about a movie. So identify. Yeah, muscular giant, right? So that's right. kind of like, he's not admitting to it, but I kind of think there's something there to it. So that's just my little prediction of what I read. So nothing too big, but what did you think about it? I mean... The trailer, that is. I thought the trailer was cool. Uh, like many other people, I was very confused when they announced it because I just feel like based on the character herself with her carrying uh, just so much story behind her kind of got shortchanged to be receiving this now. You know, I feel like if we were going to get, I'm I'm thankful that they're, you know, giving the audience a closer look at Natasha Romanoff now, but this would have been much better, you know, between, you know, Iron Man or after Iron Man two and, Mm-hmm. before Civil War, like, that would have been great. But, of course, you know, they're, you know, they get paid millions and millions of dollars to write this stuff, to put it out the right time, with the right storylines, with the right people. So, they, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. You know, the MCU has a great track record. But it still makes right. you wonder, yeah. like, geez, what's the timing of all this? Like, was it a rush I, job? And I think, I and what I think is, like, I feel like every time they do something is for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, that's why I feel like this movie is going to have to, and they, they and I think Kevin, right. Right. Yeah. And I think Kevin Feige said that, that it's like for this movie to be put here and starting off phase four. And we know the different movies that's coming after right. it has to serve a purpose to what's yeah. coming next. So that, that's what makes me a little more 
excited for it, excited about it. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Maybe um, it'll be the equivalent of, and I'm getting ahead of myself here. Don't quote me on this either, even though I'm saying it. Okay. Maybe this might be the equivalent <laughs> of what Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man was to the entire MCU for setting up like all these kicking phases. off something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe it's something like saying. that. But I mean, um, you could say that because that started off the Infinity Saga, yeah. and you know, the Infinity Saga ended with Endgame. So yeah. Um. Maybe that is what it is. This could be the start of something. Who knows? Who knows? We'll just have uh, to find out. No. Yeah. But uh, uh, the other the female superhero over on DC side, Wonder Woman, uh, the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer came out. Uh, and I am honestly, I'll be honest, I am not as familiar with the DC villains as well as I am with Marvel's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to do a little bit of research. Uh, but from what I got from the trailer, like the trailer reminded me straight up of Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. just because the different colors and soundtrack. Uh, yeah. And I love Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was a funny. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Great, um, great decade for rock and roll. I'll say that. Yeah. But, uh, a 91 I like how, <laughs> Yeah, I like <laughs> I like how uh, it showed uh, Diana, you know, kind of more in the sense of it's more of her personal, like, because the last Wonder Woman movie and it was more about her figuring out how to live in a world that she was not familiar Navigate with. Navigate the waters of two yeah. words. Yeah, worlds, right? right. So this one, I feel like she looks more confident in that and the action she's got some skins on the wall yeah yeah so uh in general i think this movie is gonna be dope uh and i the trailer really doesn't tell you much about what's going on which i like um but it still got me pumped with the action sequences that they showed so yeah i'm just curious how they're how they're gonna rationalize uh bringing Chris Pine's character back and Chris Pine's character is uh, Steve Trevor. I'm just curious how they're going, what type of rationale they're going to give for the last time we seen this dude, he was up in the sky, you know, in a blimp exploding millions of pieces. It's either, from what I saw, I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm thinking maybe she's hallucinating or it's part of, I don't know, playing trick on her or something like that. But, uh, Another thing I'm interested in is, is the DCEU a thing? Like, is it going to be continuity between the movies? Because we know Ben Affleck's gone and now they got Robert Pattinson. Is is she now, like, is Wonder Woman going to connect to new Batman? Maybe Uh, they'll try to bring in a Flashpoint. Well, that might be a little bit too much for some folks, but maybe. To to like reset it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it might be a flash. Maybe, man. I, I, I just, yeah. That I, I would be fine with that. You know, mm-hmm. I just like I'm just so used to movies connecting. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they connect. I'm a they bad habit of. Yeah, yeah. Just everything has to connect for me now. I felt the same way just, with uh, with uh, Ed Norton's Hulk and Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Like I was like, what? No, I no. This can't. I don't like this because it has yeah. to be the same dude. Yeah, it's like it's the same way people felt when. Well, no, because this is the the inverse of that. I was about to bring up uh, old Aunt Viv and new Aunt Viv. It's sort of <laughs> oh, fresh not, friends. Yeah, it's, well, I guess the the best equivalent would probably be. Uh, hmm. Come back. I, you know, come back to me on that one. Matter of fact, yeah. Never mind. Scrap that. I don't know what the equivalent would be, but it's just weird trying to yeah. ha- i don't know the recast i i don't know it's just even with your boy uh uh terrence howard War machine yep. yeah, terrence, yeah, terrence howard. Howard. i was looking forward to, yeah. <laughs> to seeing iron man yeah. iron man <laughs> iron man 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 tony man what you doing man <laughs> man i can't even picture him i can't even picture him being War machine now Right. That's, that's, Don so Cheadle, that's Don Cheadle's baby, man. Yeah. Don Cheadle the goat. For real. Um, how do we get to this 
See, I just get us off topic. I'm sorry. Uh, I no, apologize, we're, everybody. We we're just talking about con- continuity and how uh, the DCEU, if this movie's going to be a part of the DC, like is, if the DCEU is still a it's thing. Still is, I think so. I would hope so. Have you, seen, have you seen Shazam? No, I have not seen it. It was pretty good. I like it. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. I need to go see that. And that's okay. that ties into the DCU as well. And it has yeah. a good payoff at the end. Um, right. So. And I need to see, or not need to see, but, and they're coming out with uh, Black Adam. Yeah, with Dwayne. So, <laughs> Dwayne, with, I can't Dwayne. act Johnson. Look, Dwayne, no, Dwayne, I'm in everything. The Rock Johnson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm tired of Dwayne, man. Being in yeah. everything. Playing the same role and everything, but I mean, you know, it's the the check keeps cashing. Let me, let me stop the hating. Check, the check clears. Yep. No man, but uh, is that is that everything? I think, I everything? think that's everything. We wiped through that quick. Um, we appreciate everyone uh tuning in to another episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. Uh. Lending your ears and laughing at us and uh, showing us support and love on social media as well. Sure, um, sure. If you don't know, we have a Twitter page for our podcast. Yeah, so give it us a follow. The Duo. <laughs> yes, follow us. It is The Duo, at The Duo, SNS. And then you can follow me, Deontay, on Twitter and Instagram at Dieps, right steps. So that's D-E-P-P-S. Uh, opposite of left steps, wow. and then Dane, you are at Dane BTX, right? Yes, and the TX stands for Texas. For those who don't know, because that's where I stay, Texas. Texas. Um, Texas. You can find me on Twitter. Um, that's it. Dane BTX. That's it. D A N E. The letter B T X. TX is an abbreviation or an abbrev. That's an abbrev for. A brief. Yeah, a brief is an abbreviation for a brief. Or abbreviation. Is <laughs> yeah. You 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 get it. You get it. Dane B T X. Follow me or not follow me. Um uh, feedback is welcome too. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. Yes. And that's the most important yes. thing. As we say at work all the time, any feedback is good feedback, even if it's bad any feedback. feedback is good. It helps us, yeah. you know, make this run a little bit smoother and the quality yeah. hopefully continues to go up and we are much better at this um each time so as soon as y'all start paying us right wait we getting paid <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding man this is for the free 99 for the free for the free yeah cut that part out i sang that yeah we see <laughs> go ahead and edit that part out uh, um oh man but uh we enjoy doing this guys yeah. and uh We'll catch y'all on the next one. All right. Y'all take it easy. Have a good one. Uh, Make sure you wash behind your ears. With a washcloth. With a washcloth. (laughs) 